The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Joining me here in our London studio, uh, deep in the heart of Soho, uh, Robert McGillifaudrick from Sigma Recruitment and Gateway to Europe, Neil Nocton, President of Glendimplex and also with the Boston College Ireland Business Council and Conor McEnroy, who's the owner of Sudameris Bank in Paraguay. You're all very welcome, folks. Thanks a million. Robbie, I might start with yourself. I mean, explain the concept to people, Ireland Gateway to Europe. So it was set up um, over 10 years ago, Karen, and the initial ambition of the trade mission was to amplify the IDA's message uh, to attract investment to Ireland. And it subsequently grew to become a, a transatlantic um, network of, of CEOs on both sides who had business interests. Um, and to date, we've had 10 trade missions. We've been in over 25 cities. And uh, yeah, we've, we've welcomed over 2,500 CEOs to this series. So it's now become one of the largest European US business networks and we decided to come to the UK this time to ensure that the three-way trade relationships um, stayed intact and we continue to invest in that relationship and a lot of the profile of companies mainly US-based who we support into Europe they would land in Ireland the first marketplace they look to enter is always the UK for the reasons that we know. So we said that we would come here, given all the complexity around our history, given the complexity, certainly within politics right now, mm. sometimes the straightest way and the simple conversation and relationship is true business. And what type of reception have you had this week? You've been here uh, a couple of days. Uh, now you've got a, 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 a whole running order of, of, of functions to, to get through, I know. Yeah, so uh, we kick off proceedings this evening now. We have a CEO dinner with Boston College in the RAF Club. So again, we have a delegation of over 50 from Ireland and we have a delegation from Boston as well. So it's the first US-Irish trade mission to the UK ever. Uh, so we have a CEO dinner this evening and then tomorrow we're visiting the London Irish Centre. Um, so again, it's important to get that balance right, I think, to those who were probably less fortunate who came mm. here and didn't find their fortune that we look to kind of support them uh, and get that balance right while we're here. Uh, but the fact that we have the likes of Connor who travels from Paraguay, we have again a whole team who've come over from, um, they've come over from uh, Boston, and then tomorrow we've got folks from across Europe joining us in Bloomberg, where we're looking at uh, what's next for the energy crisis. So a fascinating lineup of people speaking, and again a highly engaged network at a very senior level. And uh, Neil Neil Nocton from, from Glen Dimplex. Um, how important is it that we keep fostering and nurturing those those transatlantic relationships and the relationships as well between Ireland and the UK? They're, they're critical. Um, and it's very important that we continue to nurture them um, and embrace them. Um, and uh, we all know the last few years have been difficult, but it's important that we get back out there and, you know, we're, we're, we're pressing the flesh, we're meeting again, meeting in person and, uh, and enjoying ourselves while we're doing it as well. And tell me, to what extent is there, you know, a lot of the conversations we have on the show with people are about the kind of the increased cost of living. At at corporate level, to what extent is there a backdrop of kind of uh, of inflation and recessionary clouds in the horizon? Is there, are, are there concerns there that people have about expanding at the moment? Well, there, there are concerns, but, you know, you, 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 ca- you can't sit back and allow all those bad things to happen without trying to drive for growth as well. Um, and it's even more important now where you try to replace some of the business that's going to be lost 
with with new relationships, new friendships, uh, and new business. And I, I'm struck as well, having spoke to Robbie and others before. I mean, there's been changing themes, if that's the way to describe it, with Gateway to Europe over those 10 years. There was a real attraction on inward investment, maybe at a time when the economy wasn't as strong in Ireland. There's been help with companies to grow them out of Ireland into other markets. And now it seems, am I right in thinking, that there's a kind of a balance has been struck. There's a real focus on on bilateral trade and on, on helping partners on both sides. Well, I think that business is always there, but I think we're getting a new respect in, in the US for what Ireland brings there. Um, Glenn Dimplex, a proud Irish company with two large manufacturing facilities in the US, one in Kalamazoo, Michigan, the other in Portland, Oregon. Um, the US market is important for us, and, uh, but you know, we, we, we can't sit in our laurels. We have to renew these uh, relationships, look for new business and look for new, 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 new partnerships together. And uh, Connor McEnroy, who I mentioned, is with us as well. And Robbie mentioned, uh, is the owner of Sudameris Bank in Paraguay. I hope I've pronounced that uh, properly, uh, Connor. Um, you might give us the, the kind of the shorthand, the truncated version of, of how an Irishman came to own a bank in Paraguay. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> uh, well, look, I, I left Ireland in 1986, um, although I, I, I would immediately add, you know, does an Irishman ever leave Ireland? Um, uh, and I am just another one. Uh, uh, with the, the foundation that you get in Ireland, uh, which I think is is critical and is a common factor to the success of Irish diaspora, um, uh, and in there I'd, I'd say, you know, resilience and an and a Irish moral compass. Um, uh, off I went to London and... Uh, uh, then I went to Milan, um, and then I went to New York, um, and I uh, practiced for many years uh, bank resolution um, in South America. Uh, after the lost decade, banks died the death of a thousand cuts when they've been through a period of hyperinflation, like you've seen in, in Ireland, in Europe. Um, you don't like the term hyperinflation, but you've had it in asset prices not in consumer prices. And so the banks die the death of a thousand cuts unless they, you know, confront their reality and, mm. and, and fix it. And so I used to do bank resolution and I went in all over the continent. And finally I spotted a bank and I was offered a bank and I decided to buy it as one does. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was the smallest bank and it was a bank which um, I estimated had six months to live unless something dramatic uh, happened um, and rolled up the sleeves and you know if you have good people in any business will work well when you get the right bum on the right seat um, uh, ultimately it's always down to human resources that's why companies like Sigma are so important you owe me one bite um, <laughs> uh, and uh, we've built that bank up to uh, currently the fourth largest bank in the country wow. we expect to be uh, a lot larger um, we will we will drive that up to probably number two, um, and uh, along the way we've uh, we have a lovely bank now. It it generates uh, good profits. Uh, it has very good quality uh, processes and good quality portfolio. And now we start to invest in some other things, uh, in particular um, forestry and uh, and and pulp. Uh, we have, there's a five billion dollar project. Uh, we're we're a local project uh, with capital from Sweden and Austria and mm. Ireland. Um, and that's going very well. 
and uh, and what what Connor has been the business model to allow that growth from what did you say the smallest bank in the market with six months to live to number four now and soon to be higher. Um, the business model has been stick to the knitting and don't get lost in the glitz. So I'll give you an example. Um, uh, if I had a penny for every time uh, I, I hear the story of, you know, the future of the world is in fintechs and fintech this and fintech that and fintech the other. Um, there are about 480,000 banks, traditional banks in the world, 90 Uh, 96% of them make money. Um, Understandable, you know, a bank in Aleppo or in Kiev is not going to be making much money these years. Mm. Um, But 96% is a pretty good innings rate. There are 450 digital banks. 3% of them make money. (laughs) The other 97%, their proposition to their shareholders is just give me more of your money to burn and, you know, if we throw enough at it, sure, we might make some money. Um, and my point is that, uh, you know, any goon can set up a business and say, if I, if I was not regulated, look at how much money I could make. But self-regulation doesn't work and it usually ends up with somebody's money being stolen. Um, so my point is, don't get caught up in a fad. Um, uh, if you look at, you know, Ireland is a great story. I mean, it's a fabulous story. Take it from any point. We're, we're in 2022, so we're 100 years from 1922. Mm. Um, you know, the, the, the turnaround story of Ireland during that 100 years, leave aside the fact that we set up the country in 1922, but it, the turnaround story in that 100 years is phenomenal. And there are emblematic figures. I, my favorite is Whittaker. I mean, he steered us toward the European Union, um, he, 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 he did tremendous work in the central bank. I mean, what a figure. Um, important not to forget people like that. Do you think he does get forgotten a yes. little bit? I think that, you know, we're all human, and so we, we, we read the papers, and whatever we see in the papers, we talk about that. But there are, you know, in the past, there are emblematic people, Sean Lamas, Whitaker that should never be, in particular Whittaker, should never be forgotten. And in the future, you know, um, we have, you know, great business leaders sitting around this table. Um, um, my friend here um, with his business in the United States, one of my heroes. Um, but there are other people that we never talk about that are having tremendous success. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my fan list, I'm number one fan, Declan Ryan. He's, you know, he started one airline with his brother, Cahill, and we all know it's called Ryanair. You know, yeah. We all love to hate Ryanair, but we all fly Ryanair. <laughs> um, you know, who else will bring you to Paris for 30 euros? You know, what can you expect? Um, and, uh, you know, Michael is, is a past master at promoting it without paying for it. Um, but Declan's out making airline number five. He's building the Ryanair of South America right now. It's called Viva Airlines. Um, you know, nobody talks about Declan. What about Barry O'Callaghan? I mean, holy cow, this guy, I came across him. He, he built the biggest educational publisher in the States. Um, uh, they had their troubles uh, during the financial crisis. He goes off to Asia. He builds Rise Global, teaching all those Asians how to speak English without an accent. Um, he builds up a hospitality business in, in Ireland. You probably know that. 
hotel in Waterford, now the the super place that the Lions demean, mm-hmm. an hour from Dublin. Um, but that's his weekend work. Uh, you know, during the week, what's what's the last thing he did? He brought the International Baccalaureate to Ireland to solve a problem we had with foreign direct investment. You know, I'm, I'm coming to Ireland for three years from Los Angeles, and I don't want my kid to go into the Irish system because he's going back to the States. So Barry set up the American school. Yeah. Um, and it's a phenomenal circuit. There, there are tremendous stories around, and not just the headline name. Yeah, I guess, I, I guess, Robbie, you know, when a country is kind of settled on its foundation myth, there, there's an attractiveness to the guy holding the Winchester rifle rather than the, the civil servant. And maybe that what maybe what Connor's touching on is that there's kind of a modern version of it as well, whereby I suppose the business success stories or the success of the corporate world isn't as sexy as some might want it to be, but it is still literally the bread and butter for most people in the country. You know, most of us just get up and we don't think about kind of the direction of democracy in abstract terms. We think about working during the day, getting paid at the end of it and paying bills and putting food on the table. And it is those corporate successes that allow that. I, I look at this very simply. Can I look at it through the eyes of my children and I look at how I've benefited through these relationships that we have and through the work of those who've gone before us, people like Whitaker, people like the Nocton family uh, and people like Connor. Like Connor is one of Ireland's most successful global diaspora and, again, probably lesser known in Ireland. And there are people who've gone out and they have pioneered the way to enable investment to come to Ireland. I've grown up in an Ireland that benefits from the fruit of that labour. And I wonder what's Ireland's place right now in the new world order. And we are no longer just this island of east-west trade between the US and Europe. We're now truly an island at the centre of the new world. And we are doing what we can do to, yeah, to lay the foundations for our children to ensure that we keep this relationship intact for the next generation. And that's really what Team Ireland is about. This is Team Ireland in action. And it's all parties and all constituents who enable that. That's policymakers, that's the business folks, it's people who make the investments like Neil and Lent Implex over in the States. And we all benefit in Ireland and we are privileged to have that and quite often we are blind to that privilege. Well, listen, we wish you well in that regard and with all the work you're doing here over the next couple of days and uh, we're, we're glad to play some small part in it and to, to have you here in studio with us. Uh, Robert McGillifaudrick is with Sigmar and Gateway to Europe. Neil Nocton is president of Glen Dimplex. is also with the Boston College Ireland Business Council and Conor McEnroy, the owner of Sudameris Bank in Paraguay. Gentlemen, thank you all very, very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.